Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. We are on our 50th episode. It seems like COVID-19 is going to want to travel into COVID-20. Well, whatever happens down here, let's look to the Lord. God has an answer. God has a possibility. God has a blessing. My name is Pastor Adam Bigelow. We'd like to also invite you to church. We're having church in a drive-up service this Sunday. 1857 Wells Road. That's in Orange Park, Florida, 32073, 9 a.m. And we're probably picking to get out of there at about 9.40 a.m. So it's not a long time. You can stay in your car, keep the windows up. We'll be loud enough. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, bless this service, this time of your word. (laughs) Speak to our hearts. And God, we need a blessing tonight. So Uh, Bless us, we pray, in Jesus' name. John chapter 16 and verse 24, the Bible says, and these are the words of Jesus Christ, before he was to be crucified, when he was encouraging his disciples. And I think we all need encouragement. John chapter 16 and verse 24, Hitherto, or up until now, have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. And for a little while, I'd like to preach on running on full. Running on full. There was a for sale, it said full set of Encyclopedia Britannica, leather bound, 45 volumes, never used, valued at $1,000 for sale, $50 or best offer. Reason for sale, received as a wedding gift last week but no longer required. Husband knows everything. Well, we live in Florida, and when a storm comes, it's funny. Stores run out of two things, bread and bottled water. And of course, lines at the pump. If you wait long enough, get get gas early, okay? Lines at the pump get long. Uh, maybe certain types of gas run out. Why? People in Florida are used to storms. And they're used to filling up for the storm. They are preparing to be full when disagreeable conditions come. As Christians, we should be prepared to be full when disagreeable conditions come. I like a full gas tank. I had to put some uh, something called Cataclean, or I chose to, to clean the catalytic converter. And so I had to let the, the, the gas tank go down to one quarter of a tank in order to put this, this cleaning uh, solvent in my tank. And that was hard, why? I like to run on full. We need that in our lives too. My daughter, Emma, she lets me fill her tank up. And what, do you, what does she have, a gas tank? We all do. We all have an emotional gas tank, right? So I'll grab her and kind of hug her until she says, ding, and that uh, will fill her tank up. Give her some love. Spend some time with her. It works. To fill your tank, you need a filling station, right? If I need my gas tank filled up, McDonald's has good fries. 
I heard this commercial that says, uh, McDonald's commercial, obviously, if your friend says, oh, I don't need fries when you go to McDonald's, get them the fries. Because the commercial continues, otherwise, <laughs> that person's going to end up eating your fries. Well, McDonald's might have good fries, but if your gas tank is empty, you don't need to go to McDonald's, you need to go to a gas station. The station fills your tank. The church is like a gas station. It is a filling station. Jesus spoke to the disciples and he said, Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Now in the beginning of chapter 16 in the Gospel of John, we read that Jesus said, uh, It is expedient for you in verse 7 that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, that's the Holy Ghost, will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. The Bible said that he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and show it to you. The Bible says that when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you in to all truth. The Holy Ghost will give you a full tank. Jesus wants things full, full of the Holy Ghost. He led by example in Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. The Bible says Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan where he was baptized in water and simultaneously baptized with the Holy Ghost. He didn't need to be saved because he was without sin. But he uh, expressed that outward show of, uh, of what happens in a Christian's heart when they give their life to Jesus. So he uh, led by example and was baptized in water, and we ought to as well. And also, he was filled with the Holy Ghost, showing us what is available to us. And as soon as he did, he was taken out into the wilderness. And if you've read the Word of God, two different accounts of the same thing in different Gospels, where he was tempted by the devil. He, was, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then, when he was tired and hungry, man, hangry, right? Then the devil came and tempted him. Well, Jesus answered all the devil's temptations with Scripture, and that was in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, when Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. Notice, chapter 4, verse 1. If you skip down to Luke chapter 4 and verse 14, there's some good news. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Notice, there were no leaks in the trial. There were no leaks in the storm. There were no leaks in the temptation. If God, by His grace, can lead you into a situation, He'll, by His grace, get you through a situation. God's not going to lead you anywhere where the Spirit of God, the grace of God, cannot keep you. You see, the church was born with the filling of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, on the day of Pentecost, which is 50 days after Jesus was crucified. He was crucified during the Jewish holiday of the Passover. 50 days, that's where we get the word Pentecost, was another Jewish feast. All the Jews were in Jerusalem to celebrate it, and God poured out 
the Holy Ghost on this Jewish feet. Excuse me. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 2 and verse 4 and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. In Acts chapter 3, the Bible said that brethren were looked, said, look, look ye out among you seven men of honest report. They were looking for some deacons. Notice, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. They were going to be kind of serving and clearing, clearing tables. That's, you know, what you do for God. It's being a servant. But they wanted someone full of the Holy Ghost. There was a preacher that was given free tickets to Disneyland, so one of the people that was going to go with them couldn't make it. Happens sometimes, right? So he had the extra ticket in his back pocket. So they went into the park and went on some rides. Then he said to his wife, you know, I got this extra ticket. I feel like someone should use it. It's just going to go to waste if I keep it. So I'm just going to go out and give it to someone quickly. I'm sure it won't be hard getting rid of a ticket to Disneyland. I'll be back in a few minutes. He went out and saw a group of people waiting to get into the park. He went up to them and said, hey, have this extra ticket to get into the park. It's free. You want it? Here, it's yours. What do you want for it? Asked one of the guys. Nothing. It was given unto me, and I didn't want to see it go to waste. Here, take it. And the people said, no, I don't want it. Well, you see, they would rather pay for it than take it from a, a stranger. The preacher said, same situation with another group. Everyone I approached was apprehensive and suspicious. I found myself almost pleading. <laughs> Would you please take it? And finally, he said, one person took it. Grudgingly, the preacher said, I might add. This really happened. It wasn't my ticket, but I believe Disneyland right, is in California. I live in Florida. We have Disney World. But it did happen. Read it as an illustration. But you see, when the life is full, God wants to just give it to you. And people, we get, it's like, well, if it's really that good, it should cost a lot. It cost Jesus his life, but take the blessing of his resurrection, which is his plan, and the Holy Ghost baptism. When you're in, your, when you have the Holy Ghost in your life, your life won't sink. See, when Jesus is in board your life and your life is full of power. In Mark chapter 4 and verse 37 and 38, there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he, being Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? You know, they thought they were going to die, but truth is, when Jesus is in your boat, it isn't going to sink. When, the whole, when you're full of the Holy Ghost, you will not sink. You'll be full of drive. See, we need to run on full. I like my gas tank, as you've heard it shared. Full. Well, I, I worked a secular job for about 17 years for a great company. And one of the esteemed jobs that I have was to fill the uh, cars and trucks up with gas. Really, preacher? Yeah, and I liked it. You have to drive cool trucks around. One of the trucks was uh, Chevy Silverado uh, 2500 HD, which is diesel. And I just kind of filled it up with the, the company card, right? And when you get done filling up the gas tank, it shows in newer cars, miles till empty, you know, how many miles you have until you run out of gas. 
And this thing must have had like a 36 gallon tank because it showed like 700 some miles. Most cars shows what, 300, 400. And I was like, whoa, you just felt this, I don't know about other people, but if I see that, I would be really excited that you get to drive for 700 miles before you have to fill up. It's, it's the way that God is though. He wants us full. That's why he fills us with the Holy Ghost. That's why he says, ask and you shall be, uh, that he said, ask that your joy may be full. The psalmist in Psalm 119 in verse 32 said, I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. When God makes us have a large heart, when he, when he fills our tank and makes us a big tank, and you know, God will put love in your heart. The Bible said, uh, the love of God is shed abroad by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us so we can run on full. God's not going to make the world change. He's going to make us change. And then we'll change the world. You see, when Jesus was multiplying the bread and the fish, they all did eat and they were filled. They were filled. Psalm chapter 23 and verse 5 said, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup. I like that. Runneth over. You ever left a cup when you're filling the cup up at McDonald's or something and it just runs over, you're not paying attention? What do you do? I don't want to spill any, but you know what? You've got extra when you're a Christian. So how am I going to bless someone else? God's going to make you running over. Running over with blessings, running over with grace, running over with the power of God. You're going to have love to share with someone. You're going to have power to share with someone. You see, man is made up of body, soul, and spirit. A pure physical victory is total failure because it's only one third of man. A third, I think, still fails in school, right? But it fails in life too. We have a soul and a spirit that need to be full as well. The last thing I want to share is full of possibility. Full of possibility. You know, the Bible says all things are possible with God. You see, Jesus wants us to have this kind of Pentecost possibility. And yes, in chapter 2, the day of Pentecost, God filled with the Holy Ghost. But just so we didn't get an idea that that was a one time. It, there, there are some religious scholars that say that, well, that, was, that, that didn't really mean what it said. Well, what did it mean then? Of course it meant what it said. It was a narrative, wasn't it? How about Acts chapter 10? In verses 44 to 46. Peter had gone to Cornelius the centurion's house, gathered all these folks, or Cornelius had gathered all these folks for church. And Peter preached. And it said, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed, or the Jews, were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles, that's non-Jews, also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues, magnify God. Wow. And he said, how can we forbid water that these be baptized, having received the Holy Ghost, such as we? God still fills with the Holy Ghost. But in case you didn't think that that was just another dink, Acts chapter 19, 
Paul uh, is passing through Ephesus and he found disciples. And he said in verse 2, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And I'm like, no, we haven't even heard about it. So he baptized, they were baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Paul laid his hands on them and the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Now, I've explained a little bit about the Holy Ghost. I know we're not in a church service where you can come down to an altar and ask me questions. But if you've got Christ in your life, you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God wants you to be filled up. Trust me. I've been on both sides of the coin. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Well, what do you do? I just say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Let God put a word in your mind. You won't understand it. A tongue is a language. Unknown tongue means unknown language. And just speak it. Let the Holy Ghost, he's not going to overcome you. The devil possesses you. God fills you, okay? He's not going to speak outside of your own uh, authority. But God's going to put a word in your mind you don't understand. Speak it. Let God fill you with the Holy Ghost like he did me. Like he did the household of uh, Cornelius. Like he did those Ephesian believers. Like he did on the day of Pentecost. Like he did with thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of believers that came to Jesus to ask to be full because they wanted to run on full. Now notice the end of chapter 16. I want to leave you with this. John chapter 16 and verse 33. The end of the chapter He said, ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full, our scripture. And then he said, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. Isn't that true? But be of good cheer. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. You see, being full of God makes you an overcomer. I know that's what you want to be. That's what I want to be. Let God fill you up. God bless you is our prayer. See you in church on Sunday. Give someone a Holy Ghost, socially distance, high five. Love the brethren. And let's look for good things on God. Let's run on full. Amen.